0: a little bit of a gift from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. They said that travelers that have received shots of vaccines approved or recognized for emergency use by the World Health Organization and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration will meet the criteria for travel to the U.S. That's something that was still a question mark when it comes to the border um, rules and flying in and out of the states as of uh, next month. For Canadians, Marty Firestone joins us. He's with Travel Secure Insurance. Marty, this is good news for people that received at least two doses of AstraZeneca.
1: It's great news. Not only AstraZeneca, the Oxford version, which is the English version, and the CovaShield version from India, which is the one 3.9 million Canadians got. So both of them have been accepted. That's really, really good news.
0: And, uh, you know, one of the outstanding things that people have been saying is that they've been they booked cruises and they fly out of the States. And although the cruise line will recognize their vaccine, the the, uh, states didn't. So they weren't able to get on those cruises.
1: Yeah. So, so much is going to happen in the next couple of weeks, including potentially the opening of the land border, but also whether they are going to accept mixed vaccines. Because who's kidding who, if they don't accept mixed vaccines, we got a big problem where millions of Canadians will not be able to travel this year if they don't.
0: Yeah, the FDA does not allow for mixing doses of Pfizer and Moderna even, and there's both mRNA vaccines. We're talking about the AstraZeneca. A lot of us have the AstraZeneca, uh followed by an mRNA. Just to be specific, that's about 1.6 million uh of us have that combo, and more than 3.9 million Canadians have two different doses of uh, Health Canada-approved COVID-19 vaccines. And we don't even know about Quebec because they have a different way of um, – categorizing their data of uh, by vaccine product. So what is your inkling? Like, Do you have a little bit of a, a tweak in your left knee or anything as to how the FDA is going to rule on this?
1: Yeah, I have none. But what I do know is if they do rule against mixed vaccines, A, it's going to be chaos here because, of course, we followed our government's ruling to go for the next shot available not to worry about this. So you've got to believe in the back rooms today there's some major negotiations going on to not be an embarrassment at this point, because that's what it'll be. It will be a terrible embarrassment. Putting that aside, I guess an option that Ontario could do is what Quebec and a few of the other provinces are doing, which is offering a third shot, which would be the mRNA vaccine to now match up with one of your other two so that you do meet the requirements of being fully vaccinated. So there is an out if the US does choose to not accept mixed vaccines, in my opinion.
0: I was reading the story, and I'm sure you saw the story as well, it was from about five days ago, this woman who had bought her whole family uh, cruise in January 2022, paid for the whole thing, the flight, the hotel, the cruise, only to find out that um she, you know, the Princess Cruise Line, the one that she is going to go with doesn't recognize the mixing of the AstraZeneca vaccine. If the Americans go ahead, if the CDC says, you know, we'll recognize the mixing, do you think that? The cruise lines that are holding out here for the same um, vaccine shots uh, will also decide okay, we're going to go with what the Americans say, or are they kind of their own um, entity?
1: I I would think that would put a tremendous amount of pressure on them now to say, you know what, if it's good for the U.S., then I guess it's got to be good for us. I mean, it's all conjecture. But at this point, I can't imagine them holding out if the U.S. is allowing all these people to fly in there to pick up the cruise ships in Fort Lauderdale and then to not be able to get on them because you have a mixed vaccine. So this is, I'm telling you, the next two weeks is really going to be important, not only from the land border opening, which has to open October 21st, to how they're going to accept mixed vaccines. So we really. as they say, buckle up and hold on because it's going to be an interesting ride for sure.
0: So when you say the land border has to open, has it? Ha- do we have clarification that it is opening on the 21st or are you saying it has to open because pe- things are getting desperate?
1: Yeah, desperate. I mean, d- no decision at all. And, and there is nothing from saying that they could just draw another 30 days and take it to November 21st. That will impact the snowbird season huge because at some point if people can't get away, if they can't drive their RV, trailer car down there, they're just not going to go. So the problem there is that's a a massive loss of business if they don't open it October 21st. But we have no indication, yay or nay, what they want to do.
0: I know it's a massive loss of business. But Marty, we have a very small population here in Canada. Um, Do the Americans care that much?
1: I think they do. From a snowbird perspective, we're not that small, really. Many of these southern destinations, the Floridas, the Palm Springs, the uh, Texas, the uh, other con- uh, other states, they do depend on this business big time. And if we don't get down there, I think there's going to be a major effect. So, yeah, it may sound small overall internationally, but from this small little segment, snowbirds, it's a massive amount of people that go down there.
0: Right. And we're, if people say, well, why don't you just rent a car? We still have a problem with car shortages because uh, as soon as COVID hit and uh, the demand went down, then a lot of these uh, these car rental companies got rid of their leases. And then when we found there was a shortage, they went to get more cars back and boom, the leases had already been um, bought up by other groups.
1: Well, oh, car rental prices have gone through the roof. That's number one. You have to then book an airline ticket and head down. And that only takes care of people who have cars. So what about people who have recreational vehicles? They're not renting recreational vehicles down there, God knows. So so they're going to be totally out of luck. That's what they live in. That's what they sleep in. That's the, the trailer park that they go to. This They need that car or vehicle to get down there to absolutely have any kind of winter whatsoever.
0: Marty, thanks so much for joining us and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll keep our eyes on this story and I appreciate you uh you being here for us this morning.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: Have a great day. Marty Firestone with Travel Secure Insurance.